Hey, everyone. Um, welcome back to Learning English Podcast, the place where we just like love diving into everything about language learning. I'm Jennifer, and today we've got a really you know exciting topic to explore together, achieving fluency in English. In our world today, where everything's so uh, connected, being fluent in English isn't just a handy skill. It's like you know a magic key opening up so many doors. Think career growth, international friendships, fluency in English um, brings us together across cultures and opens up a whole world of possibilities. Now, coming from someone who speaks English natively, I've seen how powerful and uh, life-changing fluency can be. It's more than just getting the words right. It's about connecting, understanding different views, and well, making those real human connections. That's exactly why I wanted to chat about this in our episode today. I'm here to share not only what fluency in English really means, but also some like practical ways to get there. So whether you're just starting out on this fluency journey or looking to brush up your skills, this episode's got something for um, everyone. We're going to unpack some super useful tips, strategies, and insights. Ready to dive in and unlock all that potential with English fluency. All right, now that we've set the stage, let's um, delve into the heart of our topic today. Understanding what fluency really means in the context of language learning. When we talk about fluency, what, you know, comes to your mind? For many, it's the ability to, like, speak a language effortlessly without hesitation. But fluency, well, it's more than just speed or smoothness of speech. It's about expressing your thoughts effectively and understanding others. It's the ease with which you can immerse yourself in a conversation, share your ideas, and, you know, comprehend what's being said to you. Fluency isn't just about talking. It's about communicating. Now, there are some common misconceptions about language fluency that I think um, we should clear up. First, fluency doesn't mean perfection. You don't have to know every word in the English dictionary or, you know, master the intricacies of advanced grammar to be fluent. It's more about being able to communicate your thoughts and understand others without, like, significant struggle. And this brings us to an interesting point, the difference between fluency and accuracy. These two often get mixed up. Accuracy is about correctness, using the right grammar, vocabulary, and pronunciation. Fluency, on the other hand, is about the flow and ease of your speech. Think of it like this. Accuracy is uh, about playing the right notes in a musical piece, while fluency is about playing those notes smoothly and with rhythm. You can be fluent without being 100 accurate, and that's perfectly okay. So in our quest for fluency, let's not forget that it's about communication and ease of language use, not just about grammatical perfection or an extensive vocabulary. It's more about being understood and understanding others, which in my opinion, is the true essence of um, learning any language. Now that we have a better understanding of fluency, in the next part of our podcast, we'll dive into the core components that contribute to fluency in English. So um, stay tuned. All right, moving forward from, you know, understanding what fluency really is, let's now focus on the core components that are, like, essential to becoming fluent in English. These are um, like the building blocks that will help you climb that ladder of fluency. 
First up is vocabulary building. I can't stress enough how important this is. Expanding your vocabulary is like expanding your toolkit for, you know, expressing ideas. The more words you know, the better you can um, express yourself. But it's not just about cramming a list of words. It's about learning them in context, understanding their usage, and like incorporating them into your daily conversations. Here's a tip. Instead of just memorizing words, try to learn them through themes. For example, if you're interested in cooking, learn words related to food, recipes, and cooking methods. This not only makes learning, you know, more interesting, but also more practical. You can also use flashcards, apps, or even uh, sticky notes around your house to remember new words. The key is to keep encountering these words in your daily life, making them a part of your active vocabulary. Next is grammar usage. Now, grammar can sometimes feel like a tricky maze, but it's actually the backbone of effective communication. Understanding grammar in conversational English is crucial. It's not about knowing every single rule by heart, but understanding the structure of the language. Think of grammar as a tool to um, convey your message clearly. Focus on the basics like tenses, sentence structure, and common phrases. Practice makes perfect here. Try constructing sentences using different grammatical structure. Engage in conversations. Write short paragraphs or even think in English as you go about your day. Remember, it's okay to make mistakes. That's how you learn. Lastly, let's talk about pronunciation and intonation. These are often overlooked, but are key to sounding natural. Pronunciation is about how you articulate words while intonation is the tone and rhythm of your speech, good pronunciation and intonation help in being understood and in understanding others. To improve your pronunciation, listen to native speakers, be it in movies, shows, podcasts, or conversations. Try to mimic their way of speaking. You can use apps or online resources to hear and practice the correct pronunciation of words. And don't forget about intonation, the rise and fall of your voice as you speak. This adds, you know, emotion and clarity to your speech. Try reading aloud, paying attention to the natural rhythm of English sentences. Incorporating these three core components, vocabulary building, grammar usage and pronunciation and intonation. Into your language learning routine will undoubtedly take your English fluency to new heights. It's about consistent practice, exposure, and a willingness to learn and improve. In the next part of our podcast, we'll delve into um, practical strategies for improving fluency filled with tips and techniques that you can apply right away. So stay with me as we continue to unlock the secrets of fluency in English. Now that we've uh, covered the core components of fluency, it's time to, you know, dive into some practical strategies that can really ramp up your fluency game. These are like actionable steps you can take to immerse yourself in English and enhance your proficiency. First up, let's talk about immersive learning. This is all about um, surrounding yourself with English in fun and engaging ways. Movies, music, and media in English are fantastic tools for this. When you watch a movie or a TV show in English, you're not just entertained. You're also, you know, learning new expressions, phrases, and pronunciation. Music can help with rhythm and intonation, and it's a fun way to, like, learn new words. Podcasts and YouTube channels in English are also great. 
They can expose you to various accents and speaking styles. Try to choose content that matches your interests. It'll make learning um, more enjoyable and natural. Remember, the more you expose yourself to English in different contexts, the more you'll pick up naturally. Next up is speaking practice, a critical part of gaining fluency. Finding conversation partners or joining speaking clubs can make a huge difference. Websites like Language Exchange are great for um, connecting with language partners or groups. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. That's how you learn, right? If you're in a non-English speaking country, look for language exchange events or expat communities. Engaging in regular conversations in English will uh, boost your confidence and help you practice what you've learned. Reading and listening are like the bread and butter of language learning. Incorporate English reading materials into your daily routine. It could be books, newspapers, articles, or even blogs. Reading helps with vocabulary, grammar, and understanding context. Listening to English audio like audiobooks, news, or podcasts, strains your ear and improves your listening skills. It's a great way to get used to different accents and speech patterns. Try to listen actively, take notes if you can, and try to summarize what you've heard. Lastly, don't underestimate the power of writing. Keeping a journal or a blog in English is an excellent way to practice. Write about your day, your thoughts, or topics that interest you, this helps in structuring your thoughts in English and improves your written communication skills. Writing also gives you the chance to experiment with new vocabulary and grammar in a practical context. If you're feeling brave, share your writings on platforms like blogs or social media. The feedback can be incredibly helpful. By incorporating these strategies, immersive learning, speaking practice, reading and listening, and writing regularly, you'll be well on your way to fluency. It's about making English a natural part of your daily life. In our next segment, we'll uh, discuss how to overcome some of the common challenges you might face in this journey. Tackling the practical strategies for fluency is one thing, right? But um, what about the roadblocks along the way? In this part of our podcast, we're going to talk about overcoming some common challenges that language learners, you know, often face these hurdles can sometimes feel daunting, but I'm here to uh, offer solutions and a bit of encouragement. First up, let's address the fear of making mistakes, a huge barrier for many. It's natural to want to speak perfectly, but this fear can actually hold you back. Remember, making mistakes is a critical part of learning. Every error you make, it's like an opportunity to learn and improve so how do you uh, overcome this fear? Start by changing your mindset. Embrace mistakes as part of the learning process. When you speak, focus on communicating your ideas rather than, you know, being perfect. And most native speakers are usually pretty impressed and supportive when they see someone making an effort to learn their language. Another challenge is finding opportunities to practice, especially if you're not in an English-speaking environment. But with a bit of creativity, you can, like, find ways to practice. Use technology to your advantage. Connect with language learners and speakers through social media, language exchange websites, or online forums. If possible, attend language meetups or join local clubs. You can even practice with friends or family members who are also learning English. 
The key is to create opportunities for yourself to use the language in a variety of settings. And then there's the issue of plateauing, when your progress seems to stall. It happens to the best of us, right? And it can be frustrating. To break through a plateau, try shaking up your routine. If you've been focusing mainly on grammar, switch to increasing your vocabulary. If you mostly read, try incorporating more speaking and listening into your practice. Sometimes all it takes is a new approach to reignite your progress. Overall, keep reminding yourself why you started this journey. Whether it's for personal growth, professional opportunities, or connecting with others, your reasons can be a powerful motivator. And remember, progress in language learning is not always linear. It's okay to have ups and downs. What matters is that you keep moving forward. So don't get discouraged by these challenges. With determination, creativity, and the right strategies, you can overcome them and continue advancing towards fluency. In our next segment, we'll um, explore how technology and various resources can aid in your journey to fluency. So stay with us as we delve deeper into the tools that can make your language learning journey smoother and more effective. We've tackled overcoming challenges. And now uh, let's talk about leveraging technology and resources to, you know, bolster your journey to English fluency. In this digital age, the tools at our disposal are like simply and knowing how to use them can really make a world of difference in your learning process. Let's start with apps. There's a, you know, a plethora of language learning apps out there, Duolingo, Babbel Memories, just to name a few. These apps make learning fun and um, accessible, often turning lessons into engaging. They're great for building vocabulary, practicing grammar, and even getting in some speaking practice. Then there are websites. Websites like BBC Learning English, Fluentu, or even TED Talks offer a wealth of resources. From interactive lessons to real-life videos that help you uh, understand the language in context, they provide diverse materials that cater to different learning styles and levels. Online communities shouldn't be overlooked either. Platforms like Reddit, language learning forums, or even Facebook groups can be invaluable. They offer a space to ask questions, share resources, and connect with other learners. You can get tips, feedback, and sometimes even find study buddies. Now, let's talk about online courses and platforms. Websites like Coursera, Udemy, and even specific language learning platforms like Italki or Lingoda offer structured courses. These can range from beginner to advanced levels, and they often provide comprehensive content, including speaking, listening, reading, and writing. Online courses are great because they offer flexibility. You can learn at your own pace, on your own schedule. Plus, many courses are created by experienced educators and linguists, ensuring that you're, like, getting quality instruction. Language learning platforms often provide opportunities for live interaction, too. Italki, for example, allows you to connect with tutors for one-on-one -on -one lessons tailored to your needs and goals. This direct interaction is invaluable for improving your speaking skills and receiving personalized feedback. The beauty of technology in language learning is that it offers diverse and flexible ways to engage with the language, whether it's through apps, websites, online communities, or structured courses. There's something for everyone. 
It's about finding the mix that um, works best for you and your learning style. In our next segment, we'll hear from individuals who have, you know, successfully navigated the path to fluency in English. Their stories and insights are sure to inspire and offer practical advice. So make sure you stay tuned as we continue to explore the exciting world of English language learning. In this segment, let's um, delve deeper into the journeys of individuals who have navigated the path to English fluency, revealing the diverse methods and challenges they, you know, encountered along the way. Let's start with uh, Maria's story. Maria grew up in a non-English speaking environment, and her journey to fluency is nothing short of inspiring. She began her quest to learn English during her late teens, facing initial hurdles with comprehension and expression. Her breakthrough came when she, like, decided to completely immerse herself in the language. Maria started by dedicating a part of her day to watching English movies and TV shows, paying close attention to the dialogue and expressions used. She didn't just watch passively. She actively listened, often pausing to um, look up words and phrases she didn't understand. This practice helped her not only build her vocabulary, but also understand cultural nuances. To improve her speaking skills, Maria made a bold move. She started a language exchange with native English speakers and conversed with friends in English, despite the discomfort of making mistakes. This hands-on approach significantly, you know, improved her confidence. She recalls how each error was a lesson in itself. Teaching her the intricacies of the language, her dedication extended to her online life as well. Maria followed English learning pages on social media, participated in English discussion forums, and even changed her phone and computer's language settings to English. Over time, this constant exposure paid off, leading her to a level of fluency where she could confidently hold conversations understand fast-paced English dialogues, and uh, think in English. Now, let's talk about John, who had a more academic approach to mastering English. John's foundation in English was solid, but he struggled with advanced vocabulary and colloquial expressions. His journey to fluency was marked by a strategic, methodical approach. John found his stride in extensive reading. He set a goal to read a wide range of books diving into genres that he had never explored before. From classic literature to modern-day scientific journals, John exposed himself to a variety of writing styles and vocabularies. He didn't just read. He studied the texts, making notes of new words, phrases, and idiomatic expressions he came across. One of the pivotal points in John's journey was joining an English book club. Here, he not only got to discuss the books he read, but also engaged in deep conversations, offering and receiving diverse perspectives. These discussions were instrumental in enhancing his understanding of complex concepts and expressions. John also leveraged online resources, participating in webinars, watching TED Talks, and even enrolling in advanced English courses. This multifaceted approach helped him overcome his plateau broadening his understanding and use of English in both personal and professional settings. Maria and John's stories, while different in their approaches, both highlight key aspects of language learning. Immersion, active engagement, and a willingness to step outside one's comfort zone. 
Maria's story emphasizes the importance of immersion in real-life practice. While John's experience shows the value of structured, academic learning combined with practical application. As we hear these stories, it's clear that the journey to fluency is personal and varied. There is no one-size-fits-all method. It's about finding what resonates with you and pursuing it with dedication and passion. So as we um, near the end of our journey today and how to be fluent in English, let's just, you know, take a moment to reflect on what we've covered and uh, wrap it up with some final tips and like a dose of motivation. We started, you know, by understanding what fluency really means. It's not just about uh, grammatical perfection, but more about communication and like ease in using the language. Then we delved into the core components of fluency, like expanding your vocabulary, understanding and effectively using grammar, and um, mastering pronunciation and intonation. We explored, you know, practical strategies like immersive learning through movies, music, and media, finding opportunities for speaking practice, incorporating reading and listening into your routine, and uh, the importance of writing regularly. We also tackled like common challenges, such as the fear of making mistakes, finding practice opportunities, and breaking through plateaus. And of course, we heard um, those inspiring stories of success from Maria and John, showcasing that there are, you know, many paths to fluency, each with its unique challenges and triumphs. Remember, language learning is a journey with, like, its highs and lows. It's important to you know, stay committed and keep pushing forward, even when it gets tough. Be patient with yourself. Fluency doesn't happen overnight. Celebrate your small victories along the way, whether it's understanding a movie without subtitles, having a full conversation in English, or like reading a book. Stay curious and keep exploring new ways to engage with the language. Don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone that's um, often where the most significant learning happens. Connect with others on the same path, share your experiences, and, you know, learn from each other. Above all, believe in yourself and your ability to achieve fluency. You've got all the tools and strategies you need. Now it's about putting them into practice and uh, staying consistent. Every effort you make brings you one step closer to your goal. As we end up today's episode, I want to um, thank you for joining me on this enlightening journey. I hope the insights and strategies shared here have, you know, inspired you and given you practical tools to advance on your path to fluency in English. If you found this episode helpful, don't forget to subscribe and share it with friends or fellow language learners. We uh, love hearing your feedback and stories, so feel free to reach out. Until next time, keep practicing, stay motivated, and remember you every step forward is like a step towards greater fluency. This is Jennifer signing off from Learning English Podcast. Keep learning and keep thriving, everyone. Goodbye for now.